Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hi everyone, Trevor here, writer and producer of The Sheridan Tapes. Before the finale, I just wanted to let you all know that because of your support and enthusiasm for our show, we have been nominated for three Audioverse Awards this year. Best Instrumental Composition in a New Production, Best Writing of a New Audio Play Production, and Best New Audio Play Production Overall. It is a huge honor and accomplishment for our little show just to be nominated, and a win would absolutely make all of our years just that much better. Public voting for finalists is open now, so head over to audioverseawards.net to vote and help us get on the ballot. And, as always, this episode of The Sheridan Tapes was brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Shirley Casperson, Virginia Spots, Jesse Steele, Sam Taylor, Mike and Don Van Winkle, Neil Covert, Aries Jimenez, Holly Harmon, Accursed, Oli Vasilevska, Kai Cook, Sofia Stashevich, Hyde, Victoria Ann Farber, Cynthia Haravo, Kayla Hale, Evie Bun125, Fennec Foxfire, Keely Wood, Healing with Marcus, Soap, and Christy Williams. If you'd like to support the show as well, then please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $1 a month, you get early access to all new episodes, a special patron-only podcast, and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. So, here's a question. A very old one, actually. And... Honestly, a bit of a cliché at this point, but bear with me on this. Say you have a broom, and at some point you have to replace the brush. Maybe it's old or broken, or you just don't like the color. Whatever it is, you get a new one, attach it to the old handle, and call it a day. But then, a few months later, the handle breaks. You curse your bad luck and wish you'd just bought a whole new broom to begin with. But since you already paid for the new brush, you go ahead and buy a new handle. Now, putting aside the fact that I don't even know where you'd go to buy a broom handle just by itself, is that the same broom you started with? (laughs) Well, obviously not. It's completely new at that point. Not one atom of that broom came from the original, and it was probably manufactured in a completely different factory by a completely different brand. It probably doesn't even look the same. 
If people come around and happen to notice it for some reason, they'll probably ask if that's a new broom. And chances are, you'd tell them yes, it is. Easier than giving them the whole story. But on the other hand, it feels odd to say it's a completely new broom. For a time, it shared parts with the old one. Maybe not for very long, but there's a continuum there, a direct connection between them. The old broom slowly became the new broom. It didn't replace the old one. It was the old one for a bit. And if it was the old broom for a while, isn't it still the old broom, in a way? So, the new broom both is and isn't the old one. And of course, we're not really talking about brooms here. There's a reason this little thought experiment became a cliché after all. It's a question about ontology. About being and existence and the true, immutable nature of things, not the cleaning supply industry. It's a question about people, because we're constantly changing too. Growing, evolving, and learning and dying all at once. You could say the same about all living things. After all, how much of the oak tree is in the acorn? And how much of the acorn is in the tree? Not much physically, but without the acorn, there wouldn't be a tree. There are two states of a single entity separated only by the passage of time. Which, as I've begun to suspect, might not be as solid and immutable as we think. It's estimated that the human body completely regenerates itself every seven to 10 years. By the end of this decade, every one of my cells will have come into existence, performed their function, and died only to be replaced by new, virtually identical copies. I don't share a single cell with the Anna Sheridan who first looked down that well in Iowa. In fact, I don't even share a single cell with the person who replaced her, or the person who replaced her. So, am I still Anna Sheridan? Am I still the same person? Or am I only a doppelganger of myself? A copy of a copy of a copy, forever growing and changing and losing bits of who I am with each iteration? Or am I growing into something new? Something different? Am I the old broom or the new one? Oh, sorry. I didn't realize you were recording. That's okay. I was just about to wrap up. Are are you sure? I I can wait if you're not- No. Come on. Let's get going. We've got a job to do.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Wait, Chief. Slow down, I'm getting a stitch over here. We're hours behind Sam at best. We can't afford to give him any more of a lead. I mean, we probably can. What was that, Tyler? I mean, did did, did you see the van? It, it looks like he barely managed to drag himself out of there. He's, he's probably not moving too quickly. I'm not leaving that up to chance. Keep up, or I'm leaving you behind. Dick. <sighs> Tyler, get over here. We've got a body. Oh, God, no. Hurry, Tyler. Is it? Holy shit, that's... Dispatch to Greyhound. Dispatch to Greyhound. Come in. 10-9 dispatch. Signal poor. Dispatch to Greyhound. Chief, what the hell is going on? It's a shit show back here. Dispatch, please refrain from swearing on an open channel. Chief, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. They're dropping like flies. I don't know what to do. Dispatch, you will get a grip right now, or I will have you relieved. Understood. <sighs> Sir, we're getting calls from all over the county. People dropping dead in the middle of the street, in their houses, on the bus. What? How? Sir, they... They seem to be drowning. Oh, God. It's, it's happening again. You <sighs> did it. That son of a bitch actually did it. Sir, who are you talking about? Try to contain as much of the chaos as possible. We'll be able to assist soon. Uh, 10-4, sir. Over and out. <laughs> sir? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing you need to worry about. Keep an eye on Sheridan's body. I need to check the water. Uh, yes, sir? Jesus, Sam, what did you do to her? God, what did you do, period? Those have to be your duplicates in Oslo. Shit. Chief, Chief, get back here, the body... Oh, God.
Don't just stand there, Tyler. Give me a hand. I've got it. I've got it. Shit, is he? No, no. He's he's still breathing. Just in shock. Come on. Come on. Get him away from the water. How did you know he'd be there? Just a hunch. A theory. But how did... Sam? Sam, are you okay? Come on, talk to me. What would you do to save yourself? Sam? Sam, can you hear me? He's out. Dispatch, we need a paramedic unit in Agate Shore. Now. Diego, she's... Whoa, whoa, easy. Sam, Sam, you're okay. Bill? Is that really you? Yeah. Who else would it be? Diego, she... Where am I? Well, you're an Oslo general. Paramedics brought you here after you passed out. How... How are you feeling? <laughs> how do you think I... I feel... Fine. God, what kind of painkillers do they have me on? None, surprisingly. I mean, it, it seems like you walked away from that crash pretty much unscathed. What? No, I, I, I broke my leg. No, you didn't. Pretty sure we'd notice if you had. No, 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 it, it was... See? Not broken. Oh. Oh, of course. Sure, I guess that makes sense. What, uh, what happened out there in, in the lake? Uh, I'm not really sure. It's all kind of hazy. Like the last time I, I know I went into the water. I know I heard the voice, but I can't remember most of what it said. Well, except the questions, of course. I can always remember the questions. So, what did you tell it? It asked me who, who I give to save myself. And I told it the echo. Thought that might finally be enough to stop it. Was I right? I I guess you were. You know, at least two two dozen people in Oslo were found drowned before their their bodies just evaporated, I, I, I guess. They, they, they fizzled away into static. And the one pretending to be Anna? Yeah. Same, same thing. I actually saw it happen with her. Well, that's some comfort, I guess. So... Am I under arrest now? That depends. Oh, Chief, I, I, I didn't realize you were... That's the idea. 
You're dismissed, Tyler. Uh, yes, sir. Sam? Uh, sir, I, I take full responsibility for my actions. I, I, I made a poor decision and it cost... I am so, so proud of you. I, I... Sir? I was expecting a lot from you. But my God, I was worried you were going off the rails a bit there at the end. But now... S sir, what are you talking about? I, I stole an impounded vehicle and, and I violated... Ah, uh, details, details. Means to an end. And nothing we can't find a way to sweep under the rug. What, what, what end? What are you talking about? The Echo, Sam. God, not even Sheridan was able to take care of that thing. And she was trying for years. So it's true, then. You knew about the Echo. But before all this. I had a team working on the case months before I gave it to you, Sam. You think I didn't have them listening to the exact same tapes you had? You think you're the only one who could have figured it all out? So you knew who she was when I brought her into the station? Well, yes. We were actually pretty well acquainted at that point. And I'm sorry about that, but I couldn't let you know that I knew. Not at that point, anyway. Then why would... Why would you fire me? Why would you let me think because I was... Because you needed to figure this out on your own. Find your own way to the truth. That's the way it's always been with people like you. No one can tell you what you are. I could have used a hint. <laughs> and you would have believed me? You just barely accepted the existence of the supernatural when you blundered into that halfway house. You really think you'd believe me if I said you weren't human? So... I'm really not human, then. She was telling the truth. The truth as she knew it. And only in the way she thought would hurt you the most. But you knew, right? How about all of it? God, that's why you were in such a rush to hire me in the first place. Exactly. Why? I have my own reasons. And you don't need to know them in order to... you fucking kidding me? After everything you put me through, you owe me an explanation, Morrison. I don't owe you a thing, Bailey. But I guess you have earned some answers, at least. I've always known Agate Shore was an, un an unusual place, let's say. Even more so than small towns usually are. It was built on the banks of a lake that never was quite what it seemed. Anna discovered the same thing when she passed through, though you cut her exploration a bit short when you... Well... Uh, oh, wait, wait. You... You knew that I blew up the dam? Sam, I didn't just have Sheridan's tapes all those months. I had yours. So yes, I knew you blew up the dam. I actually covered some of your tracks to make sure no one else found them. You were a bit sloppy, to be honest. In any case, I knew exactly what you did. That's what convinced me to hire you the most. Wait, what? You you hired me because Because I... you were willing to do whatever it took to destroy that threat. You saw the danger, recognized it for what it was, and took drastic steps to remove it. 
Sir, I broke the law. I must have destroyed millions of dollars in... Of course you broke the law. Because you understand what so many people can't accept. That there's a natural order to things. One that's higher than any law. And when the creatures and monsters rise up out of the dark that threaten it, they need to be put back in their place by any means necessary. Without people like you and me, people will act swiftly and without mercy or hesitation. Our entire civilization will dissolve into ruin and chaos. What about Sheridan? Was she like you too? Don't get me started on Sheridan. She's even worse than the monsters in my book. We wouldn't have had to deal with the Echo at all if she'd just let it be. God knows how many other monsters she let loose on this world because of her stupidity. I'm glad she's gone. And what about me? Where do I fit into all this? You walk a very, very thin line, Bailey. Are you human? Not entirely. You have your memories, your identity from before you went into that water. Physically, biologically, you're a human being. Just as much as the Echo was. But what you really are? I don't know. When the Echoes died, their bodies just completely disintegrated. These entities, forces, powers, whatever you want to call them, can create things that seem indistinguishable from reality. The Beechwood Monster, DeWitt, Golems, Hellhounds, all as real and as dangerous as they seem. But take away that power, that force of will that created them, and what's left? Nothing. Less than nothing. You're a memory of the Sam Bailey that was. An idea of what that Sam Bailey might have become. You have free will. Or at least you believe you do. I can't say for sure. You're still a person, but are you really human? Well, could a human have done what you did to the Echo? So what do you want from me? <laughs> you know the funny thing about sheepdogs? Sheepdogs? Yeah, sheepdogs. They protect their flocks from all kinds of dangers. Bears, mountain lions, thieves. But most of all, they keep away the wolves. The funny thing is, though, they used to be wolves themselves not so long ago. Sir, if I'm not injured and I'm not under arrest, then I'd like to go now, if that's all right with you. Bailey, if you're not with me on this... I, I, I need to sleep on it, on all of it. Of course you do. I actually think you just need to sleep, period. Here, let me get the handcuffs. But I expect to hear back from you by tomorrow morning. Understood? Whose body was that? Excuse me? Whose body was that? In DeWitt's freezer. Down in the morgue. Nobody important. Who? I don't 
don't know his name. Somebody no one will miss. Hmm. Means to an end. Sir, is... Is he okay to leave right now? <sighs> A little too okay, actually. Sir, is everything okay? I think we have a problem, Bill. A very big problem. Wait, was this recording the whole... Couldn't even let me have one good night's sleep before they... Bailey? Bailey? Open this door. Right now. You hear me? You better keep it down. You're gonna wake the landlord. He's already getting the spare key for us. This will go a lot easier for you if you just open the door. <laughs> uh, how'd you convince him to let you in? There's no way you have a warrant already. We're here for your own good, Bailey. We know what you're planning to do, and we're not going to let you kill yourself. <laughs> oh, of course he's worried about me now. No way that's going to hold up, Morrison. Doesn't have to. It just has to get us through this door. I'm sorry, officers. I can't seem to find a key anywhere. I I'm sure if you... Stand aside. Tyler, knock it down. Sir, this is, this is my... Will we reimburse you for the damages? Do it, Tyler. Bailey, we're coming in. D don't move. I'm armed. That is a phenomenally stupid move, Bailey. It's two against one, and I have more officers downstairs if you try to run. Well, given everything you just told me, I like my odds. Sam, just... Just drop it, okay? We're not here to hurt you, but... Look, there's no good way out of this. Trust me. All right, all right. What are you... Where are the tapes, oh. Bailey? What? We just got through searching the mess you made of Sheridan's van and turning your parents' house upside down looking for them. Where... Did you hide them? <laughs> Nowhere. Hey, hey, hey. Take it easy on him. I thought you two were here. It's nothing to worry about. Bill, keep an eye on Sam. I need to get rid of the landlord. We're fine here. It's just a matter of making sure he can't hurt himself. Come with me, and we'll get you the paperwork. Uh, Sam. Sam, are you okay? Oh. Why do you care? Oh, shut up, you idiot. I'm trying to save your life. Listen, Morrison. Get anything more from him? Shit. Uh, sir, he... He destroyed the tapes. He dumped them out the window on his way to Agate Shore. God damn it, Bailey. It, it, it seemed like a, a good idea at the time. Of course it did. Tyler. Sir? Get this piece of shit out of my sight. Now. Uh, yes, sir. Where should I... I don't care where you put him. Just get rid of him. Now. Do you understand? Oh, uh, yes, sir. I, I understand. Uh, 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 Bill, don't do this. <clears throat> Shut up and get up. We're going. Uh, was the kit really necessary? I gotta sell it to Morrison. This might take a bit, sir. I should be back to the station by... Just get it done, Tyler. <laughs> So much for a sheepdog, huh? <laughs> Maybe I was wrong about you, Bailey. 
wrong from the start. Get him out of here. You're sure he doesn't suspect anything? No, no, he's, he's got no idea where the tapes are. He's pissed about it, though. And I doubt he's gonna stop looking for answers any time soon. And Sam, is he... he he's okay. I, I've got him tucked away somewhere. Chief will never find him. He's safe. Where? Like, I can't say it now. I'm, I'm taking enough of a risk just calling you even from a payphone. Got it. Should we keep our old rendezvous, or... No, 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 it, it, it won't work anymore. Chief will be watching me like a hawk from here on. Like, I'll, I'll figure out a way to get back in touch with you if I need to. And yeah, toss your burner phone as soon as you hang up. Got it. Good luck, Bill. Yeah. Same to you, Maria. I hope I see you again. Yeah. Sure. Well, I guess it turned out okay, more or less. Not like we planned, but it worked. It almost worked better than we expected it to. I can't believe Sam managed to finally beat that thing, even if he did wreck in his van in the process. Can't win them all, I guess. I hope he's going to be all right. Going back to Agate Shore like that, probably messed with his head even more than everything else. Wherever Bill's taken him, I hope he'll finally be able to rest. Well, I've got a long drive ahead of me, so I figured I could listen to some of Anna's tapes on the way. I was actually flipping through her old copy of Adolfo and noticed a tape from that last night before... Well, you know. Let's see. Tape number 273112. Ah, there it is. O me, O life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, of myself forever reproaching myself, for who more foolish than I, and who more faithless, of eyes that vainly crave the light, of the objects mean, of the struggle ever renewed, of the poor results of all, of the plodding and sordid crowds I see around me, of the empty and useless years of the rest, with the rest me intertwined. The question, oh me, so sad, recurring. What good amid these, oh me, oh life? What good amid these, oh me, oh life? Answer, that you are here that life exists an identity, that the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute a verse. 
What? Are you recording again? Just getting some thoughts down. Clearing my head before, well, you know. Actually, I kind of don't. Maria, I already told you yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I just wish you'd trust me a little more after all we've been through. I do. It's just, there's more on the line here than you know. Maybe even than I know. And I'm sorry, but it's better this way. Better for who? I really don't want to fight about this, Maria. Not tonight. Fine. Come on, scoot over. Can you at least tell me what's going to happen tomorrow? I don't know. Not really. But I know you'll be there with me. That's enough. Oh, shucks. You're making me blush. <laughs> Shut up. I mean it. You always were a bit cheesy. And you're a total brat. Takes one to know one. <laughs> I love you. You'd better. The Sheridan Tapes, Episode 26, and Trembling Stars Below the Waves. Aaron Neely Chaconis as Anna Sheridan, Amitola Lomas as Maria Soul, Jesse Steele as Bill Tyler, Michael Dostro as Chief Morrison, Chris Martin as Dispatch, and Trevor Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, with original music by Jesse Hogan. Season one of the Sheridan tapes featured, in order of appearance, Trevor Van Winkle, Aaron Neely Chaconis, Jesse Steele, Virginia Spots, Gus Krieger, Mike Van Winkle, Amitola Lomas, Sam Taylor, Chris Martin, Michael Dostro, Alejandra Sejudo, Matthew Jaconis, Alex Brown, Leslie Ann Hoxie, Liz Hull, Maurice Cooper, and Robin Gabrielli. 
Original music was composed by Jesse Hagen, and additional music for this season was provided by Incompetech.com, MuseOpen, and the Internet Archive. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Trevor underscore VW and at The Sheridan Tapes. The Sheridan Tapes will return in January 2021. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. Five minutes. A transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Violet Hour presents. This is Wendy Morrow. I have no idea what day it is. No concept of time. How long I've been in this house. Too long. I've been here too long. 
I'm set up in the central room at the bottom of the stairs. Around me, every door is firmly shut. No way in or out without my knowledge. It calms me to keep watch over these doors, to know that they are not opening while I'm in another room. They do have a tendency to do that, you know. They open when you aren't looking. And what they'll show you... the case files of Wendy Morrow. This is In Another Room. A horror podcast by E3W Productions from Violet Hour Media. Season 1 available now for free wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>